to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 146. I am Justin. And I am Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Good. Thank you to everyone out there listening. I hope you're having an awesome day, awesome life. Today's topic is we're just going to have a discussion about unplugging from screens, meaning technology. Yes. We're going to talk about this. Why? Because we just returned from the camping trip that I mentioned in the last episode, and it was amazing the peace that I felt. And I think that there was actually a time shift for me. Mm. Like I usually feel like time is going so fast, but it was almost like I just transported and time slowed down because before we left, I turned my phone off and I put it in the glove compartment and I did not turn it back on until we were driving home. Yeah, that that's pretty amazing for you. So we want to talk about. I mean, the camping trip was good. I mean, it it was, it was okay. So here's the story. So my brother and his sister. His wife. Oh yeah, his wife. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. My brother and his wife. We don't have a sister. Um, she. They were both like, "Hey, let's go camping for fall break." I'm like, "Nah, I'd rather take a hammer and hit my thumb," because <laughs> the reason is because we have a. There's eight of us in our household. There's seven in their household, and then my mom and dad and my brother Derek, we were all going to go. And I'm like, you know, just all of us packing. I mean, honestly, the amount of time it took packing, we could have packed for Florida for a week, would you say? Well, yes, because it also hit a change of season, so we needed to find long sleeve clothes and pants and all that. Right, and so I did quite a bit of camping at different times in my life, and I was just like, oh, this is not exciting, not restful, you know. I wasn't negative, but I wasn't excited. Would you say? I yeah, that's a generous description. I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe that's a little negative about this camping trip because it wasn't going to be. It was just chaos. It's just chaos. That's the way it is. But we got there, and it was a lack of screens. Just there was our kids didn't have a screen, and, and we're pretty cautious about screens most of the time. Like it has to be after lunch before our kids use screens, right? But I didn't have to wake up to a screen in the morning when I wake up, you know, first thing in the morning, I have to go to work and start um, teaching. I didn't have to do that. Um, You didn't have to do that. We didn't have to respond to different stuff. And it was just, it was just like you say, it was just a different thing. And the camping was cool. I mean, it was a great spot to camp and we did caving and we did all, we did all kinds of fun stuff. But I really think like there's a shift that's happened in us, even to the point like when our kids got back. Uh, the next morning when they were allowed to have screen time, Saturday morning is the only time when they're allowed to turn on a TV of any kind or whatever, Xbox, whatever. Only time they're allowed to do screens in the morning. And they wanted to just play. They didn't, they were like playing cards, they were playing whatever, but they didn't want the screens on until much later in the day, which is really strange for them. Yes, it was pretty cool. I think that we have always seen in our household a shift that is positive when we limit the amount of electronics. And so even last Christmas, 
I really made that a point of emphasis in what we gave to the kids as Christmas presents. It was all things that they could do without electricity. So they got games and stuff that we got when we were kids back in the day, even like the little weaving with loops and all of that kind of thing. But it's amazing when the more time they spend away from that, the more or away from electronics, the more peace that we just feel in our home. Right, and I think I think here's here's a couple of issues. One is there's never a good time to just say, "Well, we're going to cut back on screens." What do you think, kids? Could we should we cut back on our TV time or whatever? No, it's not a good time. Or you and I, either one, we just want to veg or whatever. I just want to turn on something and just zone out the world. The world, right? So there's that going on. But also, it's amazing how addicting screens are that you just don't realize how much you're being sucked into it. And there's a great video, I Forgot My Phone is a video. It's real short, it's, it's made basically, it follows this, uh, this woman's day when she wakes up and like her husband is sitting there or laying in bed looking at his screen already, like soon as first thing. And so everything she does throughout the day, it shows what everybody else is doing on her, on their cameras, on their screens, but she's not. She doesn't have hers with her. And she goes through the whole day like living and everyone else. I mean, I was almost like disgusted by the video. It doesn't show anything disgusting. It's like 57 million views or something crazy since it came out. But I'm going to post it if you get a chance. Um, it just made me feel like really yucky because I'm those, one of those people a lot of times who have my head in my phone missing life is what I would say. And I think here's the irony. Like it shows a birthday scene and even that not only the other people at the party, but the birthday person themselves has their phone out and everybody's using it as a camera at that point. But they're so busy capturing the memory of it that they miss the actual present tense event. And so that's, just very ironic, I find, that a lot of times we're so busy trying to capture the perfect selfie in a moment or the perfect angle on our kids taking a picture that we're not actually fully engaged in the activity in the first place. Right. So let's talk through some stuff about what we can do to limit our screens for our life and our kids. Not that we're going to shut them down. Not that we want to shut them down. Um, here's one of the big problems with me. Screens really hurt my eyes. Uh, I'm in the process of getting Erling, Erl, Erlins, 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 Erlin. <laughs> I R L E N. Obviously, know a lot about it. <laughs> I'm getting screened because I just have lots of headaches. I have lots of eye strain problems. My vision is still 2020, but looking at a screen just hurts my eyeballs so much. Okay, so let me fill in some gaps here. In case you have noticed that as a result of being on a lot of computer screens because of work, because of COVID, whatever, you have had an increase in headaches. Um, there's actually, it's a neurological issue, but it has to do with how you process light, how your brain processes is light. And so that is Erlen syndrome. Um, but there's actually a lot of people who have it. It's just not very well known but it can be corrected with lenses. So that's what, if you get the right colored lenses, then it can help your brain be able to process this light better. Hence, not as many headaches. 
Right. So I notice when I'm on the screen a lot, my eyes just hurt. And as a result, I have headaches and stuff a lot more than I used to because I'm on the screen a lot more than I'm used to. Why? And as a result, you are not as fun to live with. Right, because you just have a headache. You just don't feel like whatever. But um, anyway, so let's think about our screens in our life and what we can do. What have we done and what can we do to navigate through the screens and technology? Because I don't want to just shut everything. I don't want to throw everything in the pond, right, technology, because that would be bad for our income and lots of other things in life that we enjoy. Yeah, and that's what I think is particularly complicated right now, particularly in this time of history, because we work virtually from home and our kids do a lot of things, although not as much as they did. We had gotten to where they were doing more of their schooling last year on the computer, actually. And we realized that they just were irritated. They were grumpy. Some of them were having headaches. And so actually this year, no one's official school is online. Now, they're still having to do research and that kind of thing on the computer. Um, but we just went back to old school paper books and workbooks. Um, so that is a shift. Just asking which parts of my job or which parts of my school absolutely have to be done on a computer and which parts can be done in another format. Yeah. And I think part of it, too, part of this equation that we're trying to figure out. You can't just say no screens or no. If you if you say no in the negative and just give the negative, you have to give a positive or some kind of goal, you know, as a result. So one thing we've tried to incorporate, now the winter, now the weather's changing, it's harder, but to run or to go outside, we're going to challenge ourselves with to run 100 miles as a family, um, we definitely have been hiking 100 miles as a family. We have done a lot of hiking at different times, different places in the past couple of months, which is good. But we don't have any hard goals, but we do have some goals like, hey, let's do this together, like gardening. Like, let's go garden together. And so that's a family event. Now, it's not always like kumbaya family time because everybody's like, this stinks. It's hot. What are we doing out here? You know? Um and then we do reward maybe with screen time. But my point is you can't just take away something without giving purpose in that spot and in that place. So what can we do to give place and purpose to the screen void? Especially, And you know what? It's not just for the kids. It's for me too. <laughs> well, and I think it gets really complicated when you start adding in, you know, how many businesses require a social media presence and then you start factoring in, well, people now expect an immediate response. We are beyond microwave tech, you know, society. We don't want to wait 60 seconds for the microwave. We want an instant internet answer. And so for people who are in sales and other forms of business and customer service, somebody hops on and they want an immediate response. Well, the only way you can do an immediate response is if you always have your phone or your laptop right next to you. I was talking to one business person and she was saying, you know, a lot of people doing work from home now will work crazy hours. And she was like, you know, I know somebody who's working from like 8 to 2 now, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. But the problem is she needs information that I have. 
And at midnight, she expects me to respond to her email to give her the information she needs. So, you know, it's just become a lot more complicated to say, I'm going to step away from technology. So I think it just causes us to need to be more proactive and setting boundaries. You know, I don't know when the four-hour work week came out that Tim Ferriss wrote, but he had a, a segment that really stood out in that book. He talks about he sets his emails up with an autoresponder that says, I reply to emails between, you know, like 4 and 5 p.m. or whatever time. Um, and so... Telling yourself, like, I'm going to do this in this amount of time and communicating that to other people so they don't feel ignored, uh, but they know when they can expect a response from you. Right. And it is kind of ironic, I feel like, that part of the, uh, the part of the ability to step away from technology is, in fact, technology. And you've talked about how if you have your email responder set up and people just get a response, it didn't have to be an answer, <laughs> you know what I mean? But they just get a response. They're a lot of times satisfied. Like, hey, I got your email. You know, I'm going to be out of the office, whatever, blah, blah, blah. If you, it's an emergency, contact, blah, blah, blah. You know, and you just had that set up. And you've talked about how it's just like, it's, it's a peace of mind for you. But it's also a peace of mind for the other person. Like, oh, they've already got back to me. Right. It's even though it's not you getting back to them, you know? Right. And I mean, unless you're like an ER surgeon or something, most work and business can be responded to within 24 hours and be totally fine. There are very few things that are so crisis oriented that you have to have an immediate response. So part of it is deciding for yourself, I'm going to set these boundaries and then communicating those boundaries to the other people that you're working with, just so that they have an accurate expectation of, oh, hey, I can't get a hold of Shauna right now, but I know within 24 hours she'll respond to my message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think another distinction is, is this fun screen time or is this work-related? And it's really hard. I heard someone say, and I can't remember who to give credit to, but they said basically every time you check an email or a text from work, go put on your work clothes, like your dress clothes, like for work. And then change back out when you use it for not. Work. And they don't realize really how much time they are working uh, past that. Another suggestion I have is keep your screens somewhere that makes you, that's not comfortable. Moving our TV downstairs, I have cut back on screens because I didn't take it downstairs. I wouldn't let myself take it downstairs because if I took my recliner downstairs, I would just sit downstairs and watch whatever or watch more sports. I have cut back sports tremendously. (laughs) Sean is raising the roof. I've cut back sports tremendously because the TV is downstairs and the chair I sit in is not the most comfortable chair in the house. Like it's not uncomfortable but it's not like my chair comfortable, you know? I'm still thinking about switching it, but <laughs> I haven't. But I'm like, why do I have all this more time? Like I've read so many books lately in the past couple months. Why have I read so many pages? It's because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to walk downstairs and sit in an uncomfortable chair. I'll just sit in my comfortable chair and read a book. That's a huge shift for me. I know that's like, sounds like, well, okay, duh. But I feel like it shifted me. Do you feel that way? Oh, yeah. I think it's like when we're trying to follow a new eating plan and whatever our our fall is, whatever sugar thing it is, 
if we put it in a really inconvenient place, like I'm going to not keep fresh cookies. I'm going to keep a box of cookie mix. So it would require making the cookies in order to eat the cookies. Yeah, we just don't, we don't put in that much effort because it's not easy. Um, I think another good thing, you know, and it's just old school is the timer. And we use that a lot with the kids as far as, you easy you get into some kind of like time warp again with the technology i mean i even for me i'll be on facebook to post something for business and then i'll see a funny post and then it's like oh my goodness it's been 45 minutes and i didn't even mean to be looking at my feed um so that outside timer helps to keep us present and know you know actually how much time we spent mm-hmm. yeah so just to kind of review do you have anything else So just to kind of review, um, look at your screen time. Like, how much are you spending? Is it connecting you better with your family? How much of it is for fun? How much of it do you need for work? Um, Can you set up a situation where screen time is not comfortable? Like, putting... Um, I just think it's really good, especially with our kids, especially during... During the chaos of 2020, it's like, what are we really getting connected to? Um, I'm going to post again that video, I Forgot My Phone. Watch that. I Like, again, I felt kind of sick watching it. Nothing gross in it, nothing whatever, but just, wow. Our, our society is just forgetting how to talk face-to-face. So, And I think that is a great point to close on. There is an art to being able to have a conversation. And so maybe part of the requirement that you set up in your home is that no one's going to do screen time until they've had a conversation with three people in the house or something like that. But I notice, you know, even like if we take our children over to visit someone, a grandparent or something like that, you know, we have to be intentional and talk through, hey, we're not just going to go in and turn the TV on. We're going to talk to grandma. We're going to ask her how she is. We're going to ask, you know, some questions about what she's been doing. We're going to talk to her about what you've learned in school lately. And then if she says, do you want to watch some cartoons, then that would be okay. Um, But practicing, again, just not being always on the negative side of I'm here to take things away, but showing here are some really positive things that I don't want you to miss out on. Um, I think it's a great way to frame it for ourselves and for our kids. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember that you are valuable and what you do matters. We would love to hear about your insights and lessons that you've learned about screens and technology. If you connect with us on technology with (laughs) you search for Less Stress Family on Facebook. You could connect with us on Shauna's Instagram account, which is Shauna Cherie Wood. You could visit our website, lsfpodcast.com, or shoot us an email, woodfamily at lsfpodcast.com. Blessings. Thank you.